the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program was recorded for broadcast at this time. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And now, here's Roger. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. Friends, it's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. Of course, we live in very interesting and and sometimes uh, troubling and trying times. And we'll, of course, we talk about all the things that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. I have a great show with great guests today. I'll share the, about them in just a moment. Before we do, of course, I want to remind you that the Roger Franklin Williams Show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. Christner's is where you'll find generous servings of prime beef and cold water Australian lobster served in an atmosphere of old school elegance and sophistication. Later in our program, we look forward to catching up with a longtime regular contributor, Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court for Seminole County, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. Also later in our show, we're pleased to be joined by a, a young man who is um, working at the Apopka Chief newspaper. And as many of you know, uh, the longtime editor of the Apopka Chief, um, longtime lifelong dear friend of mine, regular contributor to the Blue Daughter Sports Central show on our stations um, and a popular Blue Daughter football broadcast with the halftime reports. John Perry passed away unexpectedly about two weeks ago. And, you know, the, the, the number of duties that he that he did, that he accomplished uh, in his career with the Apopka Chief were just, um, you know, almost too numerous to, men- to mention. In addition to being the editor, he also covered Apopka High School sports in an extraordinary fashion. Anyway, uh, obviously, He's left a, his passing has left a huge void. Marshall Tennant is a young reporter who's on board at the Apopka Chief, and he will be covering Apopka High School athletics. And we look forward to speaking with Marshall in a few minutes, uh, you know, for a few minutes later in our show. But right now, we're pleased to be joined by another regular contributor, President of Thompson Jewelers, Derek Hicks, and we're going to talk about a variety of things, current events, topics taking place in America and around the world on our program today with Derek. And let's go to him right now. And Derek, it's great to catch up with you once again, and thank you for joining us today. All right, Roger. Glad to be there. Uh, thank you for having me. You know, I was just kind of thinking, I noticed where, um, you know, I had a, f- a few extra minutes on the show today, and I wanted to find somebody uh, who um, I know is very knowledgeable about the important topics facing the, the uh, facing. Uh, our country and the world today, and 
uh, you immediately came to mind. So I'm really pleased that you're able to join us today on kind of short notice. Um, first of all, uh, let's I'd like to talk about some of the newest news. Uh, that's from the Washington News. And there is a new Speaker of the House on board um, after a lot of turmoil. Uh, but of course, as we uh, hear Chris Hart talk about a lot on, on the adversaries, politics is a very messy process. And uh, those who follow it closely and follow history closely know it is. Um, but anyway, um, a, a new Speaker of the House has emerged, a Republican Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana. And you know a little bit about his background. Can you share uh, what um, your initial thoughts of the new Speaker, Mike Johnson? Well, you know, at first, uh, I have to say I kind of wanted Jim Jordan. But, uh, you know, when that didn't happen, I said, oh, who is this Mike Johnson? And I'm telling you, when I, I looked into him, and if you have a chance, you got your listeners to go to uh, Hannity and watch the interview. I'm rarely impressed by a politician anymore because that's what they are, a politician. But this was like a throwback. He spoke about the founders. He spoke about Reagan. You hear so many people, oh, they say, oh, yeah, I'm a Reagan, but they don't follow his policy. This man knew President Reagan because and the way he knew his issues. Now, I'm not saying he personally knew him, but when you hear him talk, he talks like a President Reagan talked. And he quoted, like I said, several of the founders, just an incredible man. I was impressed with uh, a lot of his beliefs. Uh, he answers questions. Uh, Roger, we've talked about on the show how many politicians, when you ask a question, they avoid it or they kind of, you know, keep just talking, going around, and never answer the question. Every question that Sean Hannity asked him, he answered directly. It was a breath of fresh air, and I am so glad that he is the Speaker of the House. Thank you for sharing your insights there. Yeah, this is a very important development, I think, and it's great to hear these encouraging words um, that you have um, about your personal um, thoughts about the new Speaker of the House and Congress, Mike Johnson. And yeah, yeah I, I, I'll just kind of add to what you said and, you know, not to get too uh, inside baseball here, but, you know, as, as I kind of talked about when this whole thing was unfolding and you had the coup, if you will, by the Matt Gates and, you know, his kind of band of, 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 of um, rowdies there uh, that, uh, you know, toppled Speaker McCarthy. When a lot of people um, were really outraged by it, especially the, in, the more the insider Republicans, my initial thoughts were, were two, and they were actually opposite. One initial thought was, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's, it's uh, certainly Thomas Jefferson wouldn't have had a problem with it, I don't think, because he's always a um, you know an advocate for uh, for the people uh, speaking up uh, to entrench power, uh, regardless of the forum. Um, uh, but but then so I'm thinking that maybe this is a signal that maybe needs to happen. Maybe this is something organic that that uh, a kind of a cleansing of the process. At the same time, I was also concerned, uh, quite a bit concerned about the instability that it might cause. And certainly on the short term, it did cause, um, you know, instability. Um, but um, at this moment, and of course, as we know, pol- everything changes in politics almost every single day or almost every single moment. Um, but at, at this at this particular moment, from this vantage point, it seems like, um, you know, the, the, the process may have worked in, in, wow, terms of, yeah. we, in terms of we might have a better a, a, a better leader for, for Congress. It's sure. 
and you know me and you probably it's got to be one of our favorite presidents and i know it's my favorite it's, uh or one of my top two is uh, president reagan and he sounded a lot like president reagan if you remember president reagan was an optimist and he always believed in america and i know that was the question that sean handy he said is america kind of declining so rapidly now there may be no hope and he he basically said that if we would turn back to God, and he reminded the listeners of the Benjamin, he called it the Benjamin Franklin moment. Remember when there was a great argument during, when they were trying to talk about the Constitution and what form of government we were going to have? Remember, there was so much arguing and fighting, nothing was happening. And Benjamin Franklin reminded the delegation that had we forgotten our friends, and he reminded them that we needed to seek divine intervention, divine guidance. And so uh, uh, Speaker Johnson reminded that if America needs to speak, needs to seek divine guidance again. And that that motto, in God we trust, that is over him when he speaks, is not just a motto, but it's what makes America different than any other country in the world. And I, when I heard those lines it was so optimistic that we need someone so much like that that still believes that america's best days can still be in front of them thank you for sharing and that's exactly what the country needs right now and um you know if you look back over our our entire history at at moments of the deepest peril and deepest crises you we our country has had people that 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 rose up, many of them not even unknown, or, you know, many of them you know, largely unknown that rose up um, at crucial moments and with extraordinary leadership, um, faith-based leadership, um, who believed in the, in the country, as you said, and believed in our Constitution as written and the principles expressed in the Declaration of Independence and exerted phenomenal leadership. So hopefully, uh, you know, Congressman Mike Johnson will be, a rep- will be a, a, an example of that, because we certainly, we certainly need that kind of leadership today. Yes, and he was still, and he knows his stuff. You ever listen to a politician again where they're just kind of BS and you? He knew his stuff. He knew every answer. He had studied it. And I think he's a constitutional lawyer. And you could tell he presented cases before the Supreme Court before, I believe. And so he knows his stuff. And it's passion. It comes from within him. So he doesn't have to think, what's the best answer, like a politician would say, It comes from his heart, and that's what we need so much. That's why I said it was so refreshing to hear him speak like that. And so I think with him as the Speaker of the House now, we will move forward. He didn't dodge the Biden question about the corruption. He says, you know, man is innocent until proven guilty, but it doesn't look good, and we need to follow it. So, wow, just some—I'm so happy and excited about it, uh, that Speaker of the House, and uh, uh, just— pray that uh, he is the man he speaks like, and I think he is. No, that, that, that's wonderful, and it's uh, thank you for being here to, to give your insights and to share this great news, uplifting news with us, because we certainly need it. And uh, just I'll say two things quickly before we go to break. And friends, we're speaking with our friend Derek Hicks, President Thompson Jewelers, on the Roger Franklin Williams right now, and uh, Derek's going to come back with us after the break. Um, two things quickly. First of all, and not to, not to beat uh, you know, a dead horse with uh, for, uh, Congressman McCarthy, but I, I do think that 
Congressman McCarthy was kind of an example of what you were talking about, about the typical uh, politician. And what I mean by that, and the only reason I bring that up is that that if if uh, the new speaker, Congressman Mike Johnson, is this uh, you know, genuine, authentic breath of fresh air, this will be a very positive development for not only the Republican Party, but for the country. But but and especially the Republican Party needs this this kind of leadership. Um, but I, you know, because whenever I would hear McCarthy and, and I didn't, you know, I'm like most of our listeners, I don't follow Congress every single day. I'm not privy to all the inside baseball going on in the United States Congress. Every time the fairly rare opportunities I would see, uh, you know, Speaker McCarthy um, you know, on interview shows or, you know, speaking before the cameras or whatever, or press conferences, he seemed pretty good. I mean, he seemed to be saying all the right things. But as it fold out, what you hear these behind the scenes stories, and obviously the, some of them had to be accurate. He wouldn't have had this much disharmony, you know, near the end of his reign, last six or eight months. Um, you know, he didn't, didn't seem to be uh, walking the walk, walking the, you know, walking the walk. He seemed to be talking the talk that he kind of had carefully crafted to know what to say. But uh, behind the scenes, uh, when the rubber hit the road, he didn't seem to be uh, living up to it. So anyway, th- those are my thoughts for him. It might, might even be unnecessary because he's ancient history right now. But um, anyway, thank you, Derek, for sharing your insights about the the new Republican Speaker of the House, Congressman Mike Johnson of Louisiana. Friends, we're going to go to a quick break right now. When we come back, we'll continue to speak with Derek Hicks of Thompson Jewelers about the issues facing us today in our community, our state, and our nation on The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome back. Good to have you here for The Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you today. I want to thank you for the opportunity to join you. It's always great to get together for these few minutes every weekend afternoon and have a chance to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And certainly over the last, uh, well, two or three years, I'd say pretty much ever since COVID, we've had crises and and issues and specifically getting even more specifically We've had attacks and threats on our God-given constitutional rights, on our God-given civil liberties uh, coming from all directions, um, especially powerful directions, um, all kinds of, um, you know, just things we never thought we'd see uh, in other areas, uh, the rise of the radical transgender movement, um, just to name another example. Anyway, my point is, you know, certainly over the past two or three years, we've seen, you know, an election that's certainly had questionable, uh, a lot of questionable um, activity with it. I'm talking about the presidential election in 2020, uh, elect, an election where many uh, people, and I would be one of those people that does that, that questions the credibility of, of even the outcome of it um, and the processes in certain states. Anyway, my point is there's a lot of almost on a daily basis, major crises, major unfortunate things that we've been confronted with um, as Americans in the past two or three years. And those are the things that we talk about on our show. And we talk about them from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country, our, our constitutional principles as written and the principles espoused by Thomas Jefferson in our Declaration of Independence. Right now we're speaking with Derek Hicks, President Thompson Jewelers, a little bit later, we look forward to speaking with Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court for Seminole County. And then later in our show, also, we look forward to speaking with Marshall Tennant. He's the new reporter at the Apopka Chief newspaper for Apopka High School Athletics. Uh, 
before we go to Derek, I want to, of course, give you this word from our friends over at Miller Sod Sales. Let you know that, as you've come to know, Miller Sod Sales strives to do their best for every customer every time. Miller Sod Sales takes great pride in their clean, well-maintained equipment, their honest, dependable work, and their fresh, quality sod. This fall, let Miller Sod Sales green up your life. Find out more at John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales.com. That's John Miller Trucking and Sod Sales.com. Family owned and operated since 1995. Also, want to take this opportunity to let you know about Mike Martin, former popular order baseball player Mike Martin, and all the great guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. As we've come to know, Apopka Mower is our one stop headquarters for everything we'll need for all of our lawn and garden needs. But during hurricane season, and yes, we are still in hurricane season, um, Popka Moore has everything we'll need for hurricane preparation and after storm cleanup. So get up and see Mike and all the great guys at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. You can find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair is where they sell the best and they fix the rest. Now, let's go back to Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And, Derek, you know, you had uh, joined me a couple weeks ago, joined us a couple weeks ago as co-host. You introduced us to a wonderful, to an outstanding authority on the Middle East, particularly the conflict between uh, the the uh, the Israelis and the uh, the radical uh, terrorist, uh, Muslim terrorist, uh, Kathy Madarijian, um, author. And uh, we had a yeah, wonderful discussion um, with her insights and your insights. And I'd like to pick up there um, in just a moment. But before we do, I want to you know, speak to, you mentioned Tom, um, Benjamin Franklin and the, and the, his very wise and perfect uh, advice to um, the founders at the Constitutional Convention during a time of, of conflict and a time when, when, when things didn't, were not going well um, in that process. And you mentioned how he, um, admon- you know, Admonished to he 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 um, su- suggested that it was time to return uh, to, to to faith and and to look uh, to God basically um, you know to to you know to help you know get over that little rough patch if you will and you know I, the reason I mentioned that is because you know if you read a lot of the the more modern history books they try to make it out like Benjamin Franklin was some kind of a deist or Benjamin Franklin uh, it wasn't a godly man or anything like that. Um, but, but you know, I think that's one more example of, of how this revisionist history uh, has been written over the last several decades. And it probably goes back 50, 60 or plus years now. But, you know, if you read like a, you know, almost a typical biography or something, um, it, it'll try to make it out like Benjamin Franklin um, didn't even believe in God, some of them, or, or at best was, was, was a deist. And, and here's a man that, that, that was, was, was very vocal about the existence of God and, and how important it was for us to rely upon him and seek his favor. Exactly right. And what we were talking about at that constitutional convention is he, he spoke about God. He said, the older I am, the more I'm convinced of this truth. God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow does not fall to the ground without his notice, it is doubtful that a kingdom can rise without his help. So in other words, he knew that America could not rise, could not become the country it is now without seeking the, the guidance of God. And that's why he, he asked everyone at that convention, all the delegates, to go out and pray and to come back. And actually that happened. They came back 
And uh, then they began to kind of work out a lot of things, and it kind of went on, and, of course, we had the Constitution. So, yes, yes, great insight. And now let's shift over to the uh, Israeli um, situation, the uh, terrorist attacks by Hamas. Um, and can, first of all, can you um, – it's been a couple of weeks since you joined us to, to talk about the initial attacks. Can you, you share your thoughts on where the situation is now and where do you think uh, it's, it's, it's headed? Well, when we were on the show last time, I you know reminded the listeners, I said, everyone for Israel, that was right after the attacks took place, and we saw the horrific – attacks that were to citizens, to women, children. We know the story, you know, just terrible what they did beyond. It's equal to what the Nazis did or the most worst attacks you can think of, what people did to other human beings. But we, I said also, remind you, after time goes by, they'll begin to turn the story against Israel and they'll say, okay, Israel's done enough, they need to stop. Well, you know, when we were bombed at Pearl Harbor, if we would have went to the Japanese Imperials and just bombed them away, oh, okay, we bombed them enough, we kind of pushed them back, they're, they're, they would have come back against us so strong, not two or 3,000 would have died, but tens of thousands would have died. So it's the same with Hamas. They're evil. They have to be totally destroyed, or they will continue to come back you know, against Israel. So that's what's happening now. You're seeing some of the public opinion turn against Israel. So we have to stand strong with Israel, realize that it's good against evil. And Israel is on the side of good and Hamas is evil. And again, I know there's there's innocent people, you know, in Gaza. We know that. And it's so sad when that happens. But they have to get out of there. Israel gave them a chance. They have to flee. So uh, anyway, it's just important for us to continue to support Israel, and I think it's going to get worse. You're going to see the tide continue to turn against Israel. Friends, you're listening to the Roger Frank and William Show. Right now we're speaking with Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers. And I'll just get back to something, <clears throat> one of the things that really gets my attention on on this, and and it's a little bit different than, than most of what people are talking about, but the, one of the things that, that, that stands out to me and right off the bat is the amount of vocal, wide open support for Hamas and and for their terroristic acts and and even criticism of 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 Israel and 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 the, the their history, if you will, uh, and their relationship um, in that region, um, you know. And personally, I just think this this is another example of how. It, however you want to describe it, I, the, the term I usually use is the hard left has really um, inculcated itself into our society to the point now where it, it's a common thing on college campuses uh, to be supporting Hamas. Um, and even there's a number of six, from my understanding, five, six, seven members of Congress who, who, are, who are openly um, supporting uh, these, these Hamas terrorist attacks. Uh, what do you make of that? Well, yeah, you're so right. Again, because <laughs> I think young people just don't know. Remember, they don't teach history in school anymore, unfortunately. If they do, there's some that they still do, but it's a limited amount, and they don't, I don't, they don't teach the true history, the history of America. Yes, there were some, some bad things that America did, but the vast majority of the things America did was good, and they don't teach that. And compared to anywhere else in the world, there's no comparison. So... Again, I think that's why you have all these young people who will support Hamas because 
they've been taught that in high school and college. So that's why it's so important that shows like yours and other shows and that, again, we've talked about each listener has their influence, their ability to influence people. So it's important that all your listeners talk to their to their kids and their grandkids and their friends and their family and know what they believe and why they believe it. Very well stated. And I know that you, you're a great example of that. I know both of your sons. I know that you and your wife um, made a, a top priority when you became parents to make sure that your sons were grounded in what it means to be an American, uh, grounded in, in Christian faith uh, and religious um, religious values and godly values. And, um, you know, I've witnessed uh, the, the, the great fruit that that, that, that that bore. So when you when you talk about this and you offer this advice, you're speaking to somebody who's, who's actually lived it. Yeah, I'm blessed to have. Uh, and again, I think it's it's not that my sons are so special. It's everyone. We have to talk to our children and grandchildren. And when they're younger, that's the best time to talk because they tend to listen. Well, once they start getting old, you kind of lose it. So, but still, I hear so many grandparents. They don't talk. Tell why Israel. Israel, if you don't know the facts, you can go back to the archives and listen to your show where we had Kathy Martyrides on and explain they're not an occupying country. It's almost the opposite. They're having missiles shooting their country. It's not something new that happened on October 7th. They've had thousands upon thousands of missiles launched into their country for years, and they've put up with it a lot longer than America would. If we had Mexico launching missiles into our country year after year, we wouldn't have put up with it. We would have occupied that land by now. So anyway, it's just you need to know the truth. That's the important thing. Well, Derek, thank you for being here to share great insights once again. And uh, and also I'll share with our listeners, we look forward to having you join us on the uh, Popka Blue Daughter football broadcast um, on Friday, November the 3rd, when the Popka has a huge game, last regular season game of the season versus Week Hiva. You're going to look forward to having you join us as color analyst in that game. Wow, I'm so excited about that. The uh, Apaka football, you know, is legendary, and it's it, you've always had such an incredible team. So, yes, it's, a, it's going to be a great game. So all you uh, people are listening, make sure you tune in next Friday night. I think it's going to just be an incredible game. And, of course, Derek has a great background in football. It actually includes uh, his playing career at Boone High School and then also uh, as an assistant coach at both Harmony High School and the Masters Academy. We look forward to, to having you join us, Derek, and thank you for joining us today. All right, Roger. Good talking to you. Friends, we'll take another quick break. When we come back, we'll speak with Clerk of Court for Seminole County and the Comptroller for Seminole County, Grant Malloy, on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Please stay with us. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Friends, welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Hope you enjoyed that conversation with our good friend Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, about a variety of issues that are affecting us in our community, our state, and especially our nation, and, and even now our world. Uh, now we're pleased to be joined by a young man who has taken a very important role in our community, specifically role as a reporter for the Apopka Chief newspaper, of course, which is a, a huge part, an integral part 
an indispensable part of the Apopka community and has been for almost 100 years. Marshall Tennant, brand new reporter at the Apopka Chief, is joining us on the Roger Frank and Williams show. We'll go to Marshall in just a moment. T- excuse me, Marshall Tempest, excuse me. Um, also want to, of course, remind you that the Roger Frank and Williams show is presented by Christner's Prime Steak and Lobster. And want to give the shout out to our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. Let you know that Florida Door Solutions supports our program and all the programs you hear right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer, and our messages of support for freedom, patriotism, and our support for our free enterprise system. So if you have garage door problems of any kind, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. And you can get them at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. Now let's go to Marshall Tempest, new reporter at the Apopka Chief newspaper. Hello, Marshall. It's great to catch up with you. Thank you for joining us on the show today. Yeah, of course. No problem. You know, anytime. You know, and you've fairly fairly recently joined the Apopka Chief. You've been on... Uh, you've been covering some of the Apopka football games when when John Perry was out, um, you know, you know, going on his wonderful trips to co- various co- college football domains. And then, of course, as I suspect most of our listeners know, uh, John died suddenly and unexpectedly about two weeks ago, um, leaving enormous shoes to fill. Of course, obviously, but um, as as a blessing to the Apopka chief and the Apopka community, you have you're right there, and and you're going to be filling some of those. Uh, helping to fill the gap in some of those roles. Can you just talk, to, uh, share a bit about, share with us about the role that you're playing right now at the Apopka Chief? Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, so I was hired back in August, right at the beginning. So I only worked with JP for so long. But right now I am in charge of the sports section of the Apopka Chief. Uh, I'm taking over the, usually I would do the game stories uh, for like the last couple months. And JP would do his column, so I've taken over his column and the preview game story, as well as page layout and everything for, you know, the sports section of the Apopka Chief. No, that, that's very important because you know, amidst our grief uh, over over John's sudden passing, you know, obviously a, a question popped up for many of us is, gee, what's going to happen? at the Apopka Chief, what's going to happen to coverage of Apopka High School and so many other important community events. So it's, um, it's, it's really great that you are there to, 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 to step into that, that very important role. And, and can you talk about um, just how you, a little bit about your background and how you came to, um, to uh, work at the Apopka Chief? Uh, yeah, so uh, I'm actually still in school right now. I graduate in December from the University of Florida. So uh, I graduated with a bachelor's of science in journalism with a specialization in sports. Um, I got the job at the Apopka Chief uh, simply through a couple of my rotary friends. Uh, the Apopka Rotary Club had told me about an opening uh, that could be, you know, available at the Apopka Chief. And I, uh, you know, I put my suit on and I said, I'm going to head on over there and, you know, see if I can give back to the community that raised me. No, that, that that's wonderful timing, absolutely. And, and and can you talk a little bit about about your background before you went to Florida? Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I was born and raised in Apopka, grew up in uh, just right uh, right outside the city limits, right over there at Longwood, Apopka area, right off Welsh. Uh, you know, graduated from Apopka in 2018. Uh, after that, I went to Santa Fe College, 
got my uh, AA over there and transferred to the University of Florida. Uh, at the University of Florida, I, uh, you know, I took my classes as well as working uh, for the on-campus radio station, as well as online publication WRUF up there. And uh, you know, I, I had the opportunity to be uh, a beat reporter for both the women's basketball and soccer team, and. I, I give a lot of my credit and my experience that I can bring from that. No, that's a wonderful background. In fact, I didn't realize you were a, a, a fellow a WRUF alumni. That, that That's wonderful. That's uh, actually where I got my start in radio as well. Well, that's amazing, yeah. Back in the day as a news intern, <laughs> you know, showing up and uh, tracking down stories at uh, 6 a.m., uh, over, oh yeah! Over in the old, uh, back when the uh, before the what is now the new journalism building, even though it's been around I guess thirty plus years, uh, we were back. I don't know if you ever if they even know that uh, up there now, but uh, you know the the J School was actually in the stadium, uh, in in uh, you know Ben Hill Griffin Stadium back in those days. So anyway, back in my days. Um, now, Mark, can you talk about and can you what what is your specific title now at the Chief? Uh, I, I wouldn't say, you know, we've really talked about that title-wise. I mean, you know, I uh, I started in August, and I didn't really know where I was going to fit because, you know, JP was doing sports, and they kind of hired me on. And, you know, I, I kind of presented myself to them as the guy that could wear any hat that they needed me to. And so that's the, the role that I've been filling for the last three months over there. And now that role is pretty much everything that's, you know, the this whole that we've all been feeling is left behind. So. Right, I just kind of wanted to make sure I was referring wasn't referring to you incorrectly, but uh, I think it'll be okay just to call to call you a reporter, correct? Yeah, I mean, yeah, just you know, sports writer for Apopka High School athletics. I mean, I cover other sports stories, you know, some general assignment stuff sometimes, but that's mostly me. Now I'll ask you a, a football related question. Um, can just tell show us a little bit about the, the team and, and your from your vantage point uh, about this year's team because it, it's it's been a you know a, a unique a little bit of a unique team in that you know they've they've had some huge and hugely exciting victories uh, including last second victories. Most of the games have been close. Um, you might even say too close for comfort in some cases for part for us partisans, um, and then had some tough uh, tough losses to some of the elite teams. Um, but but anyway, can you just share your your perspective? Yeah, I mean, uh, I want to be clear. I mean, you know, I'm very new and uh, very gracious to the coaching staff and you know the players for just you know being very welcome to me. But I think it's been a great season. Uh, you know, you know, there's been obviously there are ups and downs, but. You know, I think last week's game against Lake Mary especially, we saw a lot of great things on defense and offense, even though, you know, the end turned out the way it did. I think that first quarter and last quarter are, you know, some of the best that I've seen them play all season. No, I think that was that was a great point. And, of course, uh, you know, last night's victory over at Evans was, you know, I think just, just outstanding. And, and as you said, even against Lake Mary, even though the score was, was, was kind of ugly, uh, it was, I think, 49 to 20, 21. Um, or forty-eight to twenty-one, something you would know specifically. Uh, you know, with Lake Mary, that, that's pretty much the typical Lake Mary game this year. They went into the game undefeated and averaging close to fifty points a game. So, what I took away from so it was it was no uh, shock. Uh, sh- should be uh, no shock to anybody that that they put another outstanding uh, offensive performance on us a couple weeks ago. But um, the thing that I took away from the Apopka perspective was that the the guys battled throughout the entire game. 
even uh, you know pretty much control the ball the whole last quarter on, we did on offense and got a touchdown um, you know after the game w- w- was out of reach and then uh, had another great drive down the field and we're knocking on the door to get even more points when the game was over. So my point is, um, even though it got uh, out of hand early uh, for Apopka, uh, the guys hung in there and and made it uh, you know uh, you know continued to battle and, and and made it somewhat respectable. Yeah, no, the the kids are fighters. Uh, You know, every time I'm on the sidelines, you know, it's very passionate. Uh, You know, all of them want to win, every single one of them, and everybody holds each other accountable. You know, it's great to see out there every single moment, no matter how far they're up, how far they're down, same game. We're speaking with Marshall Tempest. He's the new reporter, relatively new reporter, started in August at the Apopka Chief newspaper. Of course, they're an integral part of the Apopka community, and their coverage of the Apopka High School Athletics is an integral part of the Central Florida sports scene, of course, due largely to the longtime outstanding efforts of former editor and uh, sports editor John Peary, who died unexpectedly uh, about recently. Uh, Marshall is helping to fill that void and doing a great job of it at the Apopka Chief in a much-needed capacity for the Apopka community. And, Marsh, can you uh, get a couple minutes left? Can you share what was it um, that led you, um, uh, you know, in high school to want to um, major in journalism, you know, when you uh, went to college and pursue a career in journalism? Yeah, so uh, even back back to middle school, I was uh, always finding myself in the news program for Apopka. So I went to Apopka Middle School. I was on the news program there. I went to the Apopka High School news program. And then, you know, I found my in college wondering what I wanted to do and I was always a better writer than anything else especially math but I I just found myself uh you know going to what I you know felt comfortable with and always liked to do so you know I uh when I you know graduated from Santa Fe with my AA and like went to UF I found out they had a sports journalism program and I thought that was just so interesting I had never heard of a program like that so that's I went headfirst into it and luckily got all the advantages and you know, opportunities that I could out of that. Well, Marshall, we appreciate you joining us for a few minutes. I know it's a busy afternoon for you at the Apopka Chiefs, and we appreciate you share, uh, joining us for a few minutes to share about your role at the Chief, the work that you're doing, um, and, and, and your background. And, we, and once again, we'll appreciate the, the, the job that you're doing uh, kind of in an uh, emergency situation um, and, and doing a great job of it. So we appreciate you joining us. Yes, sir. Friends, Marshall Tempest, reporter for the Apopka Planner newspaper. We're going to go to a quick break in just a moment. When we come back, we'll be joined by regular contributor, longtime regular contributor to the Roger Frank and Williams show, Grant Malloy, currently the clerk of court and comptroller for Seminole County. And of course, many of you remember his term as a two terms as a Seminole County commissioner back in the day, where he fought to advocate the rights of citizens and fought against excessive government and excessive government waste. Before we go to that break, I want to give a shout-out to our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair know that no job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheeler Auto Repair. In fact, it's where I take my car, and I've been taking it there for over 21 years. They're located at 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. Please stay with us. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back. Good to have you here for the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And now back to the studio. Here's Roger Franklin Williams. 
Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Friends, it's great to be with you today. Hope you're enjoying the show. It's always great to catch up with our friend Derek Hicks, president of Thompson Jewelers, and Derek always has great insights about things that are happening current events-wise. And, of course, as, as you can tell, he's a true authority on our founding generation, American Revolutionary War period, and our constitutional values. It's great to catch up with Marshall Tempest, new reporter at the Apopka Chief newspaper, helping to fill the the enormous role that the numbers void left by the passing of our dear friend John Perry. And Marshall's doing great work, and it's great to hear about his background and, and the role that he will be playing and is playing right now at the Apopka Chief, which includes covering Apopka football and print and Apopka High Athletics. Right now, we're pleased to be joined, in a moment, we'll be pleased to be joined by Grant Malloy, a longtime regular contributor and clerk of court and comptroller for Seminole County. Before we go to Grant, once again, I want to remind you about the guys up at Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. And of course, as you've as we've come to know over the years, Apopka Mower is our one-stop headquarters for everything we'll need for all of our lawn and garden needs. Uh, now during hurricane season, and yes, we're still in hurricane season, Apopka Mower has everything we'll need for hurricane preparation and for hurricane cleanup, including a large selection of affordable generators. Find out more about them at apopkamower.com. That's apopkamower.com. Apopka Mower and Equipment Repair. It's where they sell the best and they fix the rest. And in fact, um, Mike Martin will be joining me on the Talking Old School program, which will be on um, Saturday evening at 8 p.m. right here on AM 950 and FM 94.9, The Answer. Now let's go to Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. Hey, Grant, it's great to catch up with you. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Roger. Thanks for having me on again. It's been a while, but I sure appreciate you uh, highlighting Seminole Clerk's office and I always like to plug our website, SeminoleClerk.org. No, it, it's I know you always have a lot of things, um, great things taking place at the clerk's office, a lot of new innovations, uh, a lot of mm-hmm. things that make government more efficient. And so I'd just love to kind of have you share, take this opportunity to share any, any some of the newer things that you'd like for our listeners to know at the clerk's office. Sure. There's, there's a couple new things on the horizon. Uh, one of the problems that's occurring more and more in this age of of technology and the internet is the issue of cyber fraud and fraudulent documents and fraudulent transactions. And the uh, you probably hear ads on the radio, I'm sure on your station, about the title lock and, and having those services. If, if you go to simulclerk.org, there is a free property fraud alert system you can sign up for. And, and Orange County has this, uh, Volusia, most of your big counties have it. So I would urge everybody listening to go to your local clerk's office website and register. It's a great service, and this uh, property fraud is a growing problem. The state legislators put in a new law now that on real estate documents that get recorded with our office, as you know, all mortgages, deeds, titles, quit claim deeds, that sort of thing, they all go through our office. In the future, right now, there is a place for a witness signature to, to help validate that the document is a, a legitimate one. Uh, in the future, they're going to require addresses on those, and we're instructed not to record it or accept it if there is not an address. So that's a new change that's coming up January 1. 
Uh, so if you're in real estate or title work, or even if you do a quick claim deed, like if you're transferring property between uh, family members, uh, that's a new rule to help protect you. We'll see how effective it is. Um, but what I really urge people to do is sign up for those property fraud alert systems. The state is also requiring every clerk's office to have these, which we already had it. Uh, but it's a great tool. If anything gets recorded, we send you an email with a link to that document, and you can uh, make sure it's the correct one. If it's not, you can take steps to have it removed. I know I'm putting on a, a screen patio on my house, and I got a link to a document that the contractor filed, a notice of commencement. So the system does work. It's free, and it's on simulclerk.org. And uh, definitely want to urge everybody to, to sign up for that. No, that's great. Uh, one more, um, you know, one, one more example of the changing, ever-changing world we've got, and uh, we're oh. in right now, and um, and all, all new uh, uh, kinds of pitfalls to go along with it. It uh, really is. What one of the things I was going to talk about is just the fraud that's going on out there, and for people to be well aware of any any email you get with links to documents, uh, you need to be very careful. Don't respond to anything right away. Uh, there's more and more fraud occurring, and it's occurring in local government. There was, uh, some folks might not realize this, but just last week, the First Circuit, which covers the northwest part of Florida, got ransomware. And uh, the courts up there near Pensacola have had to cancel hearings, and, and uh, can't the courts can't access their own cases. The clerk's okay, but the court has a different system, and that got hijacked. Uh, there was, there's also a lot of fraud going on with local governments. The Flagler school system recently lost uh, 719,000 tax dollars. That's our money, right? By paying an, a, a, an invoice that was not correct, and the money got wired, and it and it's gone. Uh, St. John's County had over a million from their clerk's office. Baltimore has been a disaster. Uh, 10 million ransomware for their school system. So this is a growing problem. It's, it's affecting our, our local governments. It's affecting, you know, individual uh, businesses and homeowners too. And it's only going to get worse. So we're doing everything we can on our side to improve security. Uh, Governor DeSantis came out with a program to that uh, clerks and local governments could sign up for for. Uh, enhanced firewalls and other methods to help protect protect us but it's something that definitely worries me we're we're trying to be as prudent as we can but if you think about the clerk's offices you know we have millions of dollars and millions of pages of documents uh, and lots of private information and we're, we're i stay awake sometimes thinking about uh, the the bad guys out there trying to break into it but we're definitely highly aware of it and and our are uh, taking uh, steps to make sure we have the most secure system possible and always on our toes. Yeah, this new uh, tech, uh, techno technological world that we, we're in now, it, it's kind of uh, opened the door for a whole new breed of criminal, actually. You know, I mean, you know, we kind of have a tendency to think back in the day of the criminal, like the seedy guy, uh, mm -hmm. you know, lurking in a in a dark alley or something. And um now you've got uh, high tech people, highly intelligent, highly educated, who uh, who uh, you know have figured out a way to to have a life of crime um, by by you know by exercising uh, internet crimes, high tech crimes. I, I was exactly. I was at a taking a class uh, with an investment firm, and they were talking about the new fraud that's occurring. And this was something I hadn't heard before. 
that with AI, some of the foreign players from other countries that maybe don't understand our culture or speak English well can take their their attacks or their their wording and run it through AI to make it sound more American. They can even take graphics of banks and and companies and run it through AI to make them look legit. Uh, What's happening in a lot of places is there's emails going out where it looks like it's from a bank, it looks like it's from the business, and it'll have a, a place to wire money, and it's not that company. It's not that bank. And this is happening when people are buying homes, too. you got to be very careful that if a, if a bank sends you uh, any documents to sign, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt to give a phone call and talk to, your, to the person doing the mortgage and making sure that everything you're looking at is something they actually sent you. Uh, so that's, um, it, it's not going to get better either, Roger. No, thank you for great tips. Graham Malloy, Clerk of Court. Comptroller for Seminole County. And granted, in our few minutes we have left, you always uh, talk very eloquently about the role of the clerk of court's office in county government in general and the fact that, you know, the clerk of court's office, and in your case, you're also the comptroller too, is mm-hmm. is really the, the division of government that, that is closest to the people and that more people in pretty much any county actually interface with at some point of their lives, just going about the basic routine, um, you know, aspects of their life. Can you speak to that? Sure. The, the clerk's offices in the state of Florida are independently elected, so we answer directly to the voters. The, the voters of Simmel County are my boss. Um, we manage everything from uh, jury duty to all the court access to the county and state courts. As I mentioned about property, we record all the property transactions. We keep the checkbook and savings account for the county commission, so transparency of our money and reporting on that and protecting it is uh, job one. We're also the independent auditor. Uh, Recently, uh, we've become an inspector general's office. Uh, We do guardianship audits as well to look over the most vulnerable citizens that are in uh, guardian cases and make sure that they're not uh, defrauded by a professional guardian or other guardians. And we're also the keeper of the commission record. We have a new service where you can uh, find not only the agendas of, of when the county commissioners are voting, but you can take a, a look at how they voted, the backup documentation, that part's new, and you can link it right to the video portion of when the commissioners were talking about it. That's something we started this year you know, with, in a partnership with the county commission, and it's it's really good service to have to be transparent. One other thing I want to mention that we're, we're doing that's new is there, the county's in the process, it's almost finished, there's a new uh, courthouse annex on 1792 across the street from where the old Flea, flea World was. And we're in, when that opens up in February or March, we're going to have a brand new domestic violence service center. So if you have to get an injunction, if you're threatened, uh, you can come into that office. We have security. And it's going to be very um, a calming, safe environment, uh, even a place for kids to uh, stay busy while you're filling out the paperwork. And the building is really pretty. I think it's just, you know, it's, it's a, it's a sh- tough time when people are going through uh, domestic violence issues. But this is going to be a, a very calming, safe environment to treat people in those situations with respect and get them the services and the protection they need. So I think when that happens, maybe I'll call you back in. We'll have a, 
ground groundbreaking uh, kickoff there uh, at the end of February or March. That's great and, info. And and yeah, we, we look look yeah. forward to that definitely. And thank you for sharing with us. And I did want to plug uh, the campaign is up and going. I come up on the ballot next year, GrantMalloy.com, M-A-L-O-Y.com. And I'm in the process of collecting petitions. It's very tough in Florida to get on the ballot. We need about 3,700 petitions. I'm about a little over fourth way there. So if you live in Sumo County, you can be any party. Just uh, download the petition, uh, sign it, and mail it in if you could. And we're going to be at... Uh, some of the events coming up, Longwood Christmas Parade, Great Day in the Country. I'm always out there talking with voters and, and uh, engaging the public. That's great. Thanks for sharing. We encourage uh, our listeners to uh, fill out one of those petitions uh, for Clerk of Court Grant Malloy and his re-election efforts. Well, great. Great to catch up with you. Thanks for joining us. Look forward to catching up again soon. Thank you, Roger. Have a great day. Friends, Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court, Comptroller for Seminole County. Hope you've enjoyed our program today. I want to give a shout out to our producer, Jeff, and of course our wonderful sponsors. Hope that you'll have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.